Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Dahlia Ramahi. And I'm Jordan Dreyer. And we Welcome. Are, yes, we are excited to see you. Welcome back. So last time we were talking about Avatar, and I don't know, <laughs> that made me really happy. And yes. Like, I haven't watched Avatar in a while, but I just I wanted to check in with Dahlia just to see how are things going? What's yeah, new so- in your life? Everything's going well. It's been a minute since we've recorded an episode. Um, life's been really crazy for the both of us between yeah. work and um, moves and uh, home projects, all that stuff. But I mean, all overall, I'm grateful. Everything's going well. Um, I was about to say, I can't complain. I-, I actually hate that phrase so much because people complain all the time and uh-huh. it's not like oh, I can't complain just choose not to complain <laughs> yeah so um you know you can either be a complainer or not a complainer anyway that's such a weird little tangent but I was just thinking about how much I hate that phrase I can't complain um anyway but uh, yeah things have been going well I've uh, been busy with some projects um uh, for voiceover and here at home and uh I have, an, I have a senior dog, so I've kind of had my hands full Aww. taking care of him. But I love Marty McFly. That's my dog. He's a greyhound. He's such a super sweet, gentle boy. What, and, what uh, kind of voiceover projects are you working on? Um, I have e-learning stuff. I've done a couple of games. And um, I, I did my first, uh, like, dubbing project. Ooh. So, yeah. So they're all... Uh, just been keeping me busy and um, I hope that stuff I can share sometime in the near future but you know you you just never know you know what I mean how did you do the dubbing project did you do it in a studio or did you do it from home oh I did it remotely so did they send you the equipment no I have my own equipment here in the studio oh because I know sometimes they'll they'll send equipment because they want like a, a perfect you know uniform sound no, nope, it was perfect. We we were able to do it everything from a remote setup, and that's wow. another reason why voiceover is um, so awesome. Why why we love voiceover because there's so many options for people who aren't in big hubs, and all over the world. Like you know, and um, I think that it's important to always keep in mind, no matter what you want to do in life that if you keep believing and striving, you can make strides towards your goals. Like it's never black or white or all or nothing. And it might take people like me a lot longer to get where they want to be, but it's never hopeless. So anyway. No, and that seems like another tick in the column of, so recently I went went back to Texas to visit my family Mm -hmm. and it was so nice. Like it's been a while. Like I, I felt like I was actually talking to my parents and my sister, it was it was easier than ever to be with them because sometimes when I go back, um, like especially with my sister and her fiance, I feel really awkward. Sometimes just it comes back every now and then, yeah. like lonely, like because 
she's my twin, but yet she's she has another person who's her favorite person and not me anymore. Aww. And <laughs> or like, I'm sure that's not true, but I know. How I it mean, feels. like I know, we're, I know, when yeah. when you're looking at something and you want to turn to someone to say a comment about it, like she turns yeah. to him first Aww. sometimes instead of me. <laughs> yeah. But so it's like it was really a nice visit, and and I keep thinking. Like, should I move back? And, and like you're talking about having easily dubbed from remote yeah. and stuff, which is like I moved to L.A. to do like bigger projects like this of the video game sort and dubbing. And like so far, I've only done two of them or like three. And uh, I'm like, I could be doing it from Texas, too. And like living would be cheaper. I could be building memories with my family, like, yeah. uh, I don't know, Friday night dinners and You'd so, have that little built-in community with you. you know? I know, but like, it's such a, it's so hard because like, I'm yeah. building, I love my community here in California too. And like, I've spent time building it and I love, like Dallas alone geographically is pretty boring. Like there's no coast, there's no river. Like there, there's a river in Fort Worth, but that's still like an hour away. And uh, there's no mountains. And so like, that's another thing where I'm like, do I really want to move back to Dallas? Like, the food is good, but, like, there's nothing much to look at. There's hardly any trees either because it's the plains. Uh, you see, like, there's a trade-off with everything, you know? And um, it, you, it's, like, about your values. What are you What are you trying to build for yourself and where does it make sense to be, you know? Yeah. Like, I still think L.A. is great for voiceover. I hope to be out there someday. Yeah, I still, I love feeling, because it's, you know, like, there's a creative person everywhere you turn. Like, we're yeah. in my old neighborhood. Oh, there's definitely not that here in D.C. Yeah, uh-huh. like, in my old neighborhood, even I was, like, living next door to some person who was an executive for ABC, or not executive, but he was something for ABC, some kind of, like, TV person, and, like, just meeting so many, like, yeah, I do camera, yeah, I do lighting, it's, like, so cool. Yeah. And so I just like being surrounded by that creative energy, too. Yeah, because you're, uh, you're around it, you're absorbing it, you're part of it, and so it makes being it a lot more uh, easier but you know what I'm trying to say like you can flow in it more than feeling like you're yeah you're, easier you're doing it perhaps and nobody to imagine around you yourself. can relate exactly yeah. yeah yeah so there's that and then I moved houses like it's only been about it's not even been a month yet so I'm still getting used to a new house I have a new studio I hope it's that's I don't know always if you can exciting tell the difference in my sound <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Oh. Honestly, I I I'm I don't I don't have that. Uh, Me neither. Yeah, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I, all I can see, I'm glad to see, like the sound floor is really low, and that's all I really care about. And exactly, um, that's nice. Uh, you probably don't have a lot of sound bleeding. Um, well, one thing I notice is that you don't have to be like hush hush tones like you did before. Yeah, I was always kind of worried about waking up my roommates, and now like I'm on the farthest end of the house, and so there's no one near me. And it's really nice. That's awesome. Because, I don't know, my, my past roommate was, like, super, like, easily awoken. Or, like, oh, light like sleeper. like a very light sleeper. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I was, like, always afraid of talking too loud in my closet in the morning. Aw. Well, I mean, that's really cool. You see, these changes are fun. Like, they're exciting. Sometimes, like... I don't want to say like too much. I'll be, uh, I'll pay attention to that. <laughs> I always have a crutch word. What is like, you know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, anyway, um, or Mine anyway. Is stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I mean, what, like, I always why do we say, like, do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'll be like, eh, and it, it's really cool and stuff. Or like, cause, cause and something stuff. is not, there's gotta be something added to the word. Like, it's really cool. But yeah. it's like, that's, that's not enough. It's, we don't need there, There's gotta be words. something more descriptive. I don't know. Yeah. 
um, for my twin sister, Dana, it's always, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Ugh. So it's so funny. I can pay attention to it in somebody else, but I don't necessarily notice it when I'm doing it until I hear myself enough saying it repetitively. You well, know? That's a big American. Because like, when I was in France, like that was something that they would do to mimic Americans, Cause, especially from watching TV, like American TV. They'd be like, you know, you know, bro. Like that yeah. was that my, my 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 the children that I had and like some of my roommates too. Whenever they wanted to be American, that's what they would say. You know, bro. You know. That's so fun. I wonder if that's why a lot of um like a lot of foreigners I know always say you know as well. And I wonder if that's something they picked up. Yeah, I'm a, sure. as a as a thing, they think it's like a normal pattern of. Oh, that's actually really interesting. That would explain because I mean I even do it too, you know. And Dana, oh, I just did it. So we gotta stop that. No more. Yeah. You know, we're banning it from this uh, show. Okay. Yeah. No, that's something that doesn't come naturally to me, but like does. <laughs> oh, like yeah. Yeah, because because that's the easiest way to say, it it is about this. You know, it's like. It's like like, you know? Yeah, because you're, you're, like. you're saying... It's like like, yeah. Oh, it's it's like uh, five feet tall. So instead of saying it's about five feet tall, I would estimate it's five feet tall. It's it's easier to say like. Yeah, I wonder if other cultures have this, um, or other languages, I should say, not culture. Or maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. But the use of filler words. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I'm sure it is. But like, for example, I don't hear that very often when I hear people speaking Arabic. You know, hmm. like, I don't so complicated. <laughs> it's because there's a lot of words, too. And I think that there are more than enough words. I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't know. Like, if it's a if it's a linguistic uh, thing to just have fillers or if it's a cultural thing or just a, like a speech of habit thing across different regions. Who knows? But I just find that really interesting. So if anyone out there speaks a different language, I would love to know if you guys... Yeah. know people or are is someone that uses filler words I know I'm trying language. to think about what they in France they have word, like the words that translate to kind of like so and then or like things that you put at the beginning of a sentence like so okay let's do this all right let's do uh. this like they, they have words that translate to that as far as like filler words I'm not I'm not coming up with any right now but I'm yeah, sure that so there interesting. are. Oh my god! So we have really taken a tangent, but I love it because this is this is where our curious minds take us to wherever it needs to take yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, like uh, th- whether it's the use of filler words or making changes or experiencing um, some new things in your life, it's all good. It's all good, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what else is new? What? Birthdays. <laughs> Woo-hoo! You and I That's both right. have birthdays coming up. Scorpio season is yeah, upon us. Yes. It is. And so my birthday is on Saturday. We're recording this on Wednesday today. Yeah. And October 29th. Yeah. October 29th. And and mine is on the day after Halloween. Oh. November. Okay. For some reason I thought it was like November 8th. Nope. Okay. November 1st. Yeah. Okay. So that's Day of the Dead. Yep. It's and a very special day. Yeah. Like It's the day after Halloween. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's it's Day of the Dead, like in Mexico, mm-hmm. like that's a big yeah. thing, and and I don't yeah. know, maybe being in D.C., you don't see as much of it, but like it's... oh no, we do. There's a there's like a good celebrations here. Okay, for, yeah, because it was um, something too. Like when I again when I went to France, I was like, in a way, surprised how much I know about Mexican culture, like stuff that just leaks in from just exposure and stuff. Because when I was over there, I was like missing it. And um, I was explaining Day of the Dead to somebody because they had never heard of it. And, and so I was like, wow, like it's just, I'm not even Mexican. And like, I know all this stuff about it. Yeah. And you know what? It's, uh, and you know, I'm sure there are people out there 
who would hate that because they're racist or they just whatever. I, I don't want to assume everybody's racist. But, you know, those aspects of Mexican culture and tradition are part of are part of us. So, I mean, they're they're built into us as Americans too because mm-hmm. we all are we all know about it and we're all familiar with it now. And so um yeah, because like, like, you know, people is who want to deny it, like it's America. You know what I mean? To have all and these so, things like, mixing, like Columbus exactly, Day, like, exactly. Like I mean, that or, came... like, or like Cinco de Mayo. We all know it, but you know, I mean, unfortunately, I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't understand the significance of it or, yeah. or why it's celebrated. They no, just they just see it as a drinking, it as a holiday. drinking holiday. Exactly. But my point is, like, look how beautiful it is to have these things part of American culture and even it is like it is you know like I never questioned it as a kid I love that like as a kid growing up St. Patrick's Day it's like yeah like we loved of course celebrating it but now the older I get I'm like why do we celebrate that like there's not even that many Irish people in America anymore and like most of them are like but see it's become part of yeah. American traditions and culture like it's become part of who we are you know yeah and um so for us to like if you want, if you want to, I think like, you know, we're taking this to a different direction and I'd love to talk about this in a more fully yeah. in another episode. But all I want to say is like when people think about what is American culture, it is all of that. It is all of that. And that's what being American means. It's the it's the huge, beautiful melting pot that is America and everything that um, went into it, you know, that's baked into it mm-hmm. because that's how. Uh, we have all the advancements that we have. It's not because we were all rigid and just thought one way and acted one way. It's because we have this diversity, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it it just brings my heart so much joy to know that. You yeah. Know? Well, so I just back, wish we respected but, it like, more. We'll, but we'll, anyway. We can go back on that some other time, but back exactly. to the, the birthdays. Yeah, like another year of life. And I'm, well, that would actually be another topic to talk about would be numerology. I know that some people don't like that or whatever. They're like, it's fake science, whatever. But um, it's interesting. Just the same as astrology. I forget which one. Astronomy, astrology. The no, Scorpio astrology. Astrology. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's astronomy fun. Astronomy is the actual science science of okay. the stars. Yeah, it can be fun to yeah. talk about, to talk about it and to think about it, but not be, like, guided or driven by it. And so, like... Well, I mean, to each his own. Some people are, you know? Some people hold a lot of significance in astrology and um, numerology or... Um, what else? What else? I mean, I, I just brought this up because in, in numerology, each new year for you is a different number, like the entire year. Um, so I think for me, this will be a, a two year. I, I But I'm going to have to go back and check my chart. My grandma did a long time ago. And but anyway, this kind of like theme for your year. And sometimes you can feel it. And um, I don't know how else to describe it. Each of the numbers have like a different meaning and stuff Two would be more feminine introspective quiet dark like the difference of one which like they really are like yin and yang but like so i'll have to go and check that otherwise it's a one year (laughs) and like i can't remember because i I just remember there being a nine somewhere in the last few years for me but so like just i don't know an an interesting thing like if you want to change in some way to be like huh well this is a good time according to the universe or at least i don't know astrology that this will be in my favor Oh, got it. See, I'm not very familiar with numerology. I'm I'm interested in it, but I'm not very familiar with it, mm-hmm. so I I don't understand this stuff. Um, but what I will say is that I used to be really big into astrology, and I love that kind of thing. 
except I took a step back because you know what I realized about any of these um any of these things that like help you predict or or or, yeah. or so that you can use to help guide you or whatever is that you can get stuck in a box thinking that way well that's what like, i was saying for example, like, like if you astrology, let yourself be led by it too much exactly people are like, like oh you know, i i shouldn't go outside today because i might meet a stranger <laughs> like okay then don't yeah, go outside yeah like the predictive horoscopes for sure but like even something simple as like here's your sign like scorpio and for example um you know there's a lot of people who think scorpios are just such evil bitches or yeah. like stubborn and mean and vengeful and i am farthest from any of that stuff know. you know I, do i hold a grudge sometimes hell yeah who do, am i can i be really stubborn absolutely but who the fuck isn't like come on like yeah that, that's one like, reason like, that's not a scorpio that's not a scorpio only trait so what i'm saying is like I started to buy into everything that I was told as a Scorpio. Oh. I'm this. Oh, so I'm this, but I'm not this. I'm that, but I'm not this. Oh, oh, and I'm this, this, and that. Oh, that means people seem... Do you know what I'm trying to say? And I'm not saying like I completely believed it 100%, but then, you know, you do this long enough and you start to put yourself in your own box and you start to think that you are a certain way and that you can only, like, the, that this is who you are, but it's not because the thing with astrology that a lot of people so also do not seem to... Um, Uh, del delve into or pick up on is that there are so many other aspects of your chart that also define you so you might be a, a sun sign yeah. we might be scorpios but my rising sign is aquarius my moon sign is sagittarius and all of that also impacts the kind of scorpio i'm using quotes that i am do you know what, or yeah like that you yeah, would yeah. Be. and like so, the same with the chinese zodiac like there's yeah, metal exactly. horse fire horse yeah and, like, like i'm a metal rooster yeah oh you're okay i'm a I believe I'm a metal horse. Otherwise, it's a water horse. I can't remember right now. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but, like, because I... Oh, that's another topic that I just... I really don't like labels. And everybody, it seems like, in today's yeah. world right now is really obsessed with be very with specific labels. labels. Yeah. And cause it's like yeah. with... I don't know. Some people really might take... Because sometimes it's nice to find a name for something where you're like, oh, mm -hmm. I have that disease. It's nice to know, finally, what my disease is. Like, it's important to have labels sometimes. But other yeah. times, it's like, well, I'm... Aro, um, hetero romantic, blah blah blah. So that means I have to act this way, and it's like no, I, you I just mean, act the way you, you want said. to. What does that mean? You know, like, like the what? people that are in their in their sexuality, like very specificness today. Like they'll be like, oh, I'm aromantic, but heterosexual, uh, but yet genderless or something, and and it's like, oh, okay. Um, you know, so here's the thing with labels. I think that. Um, You know, for me, it's to each his own if someone wants to label themselves or not, right? Mm -hmm. And if you want to call yourself that, I, I will happy to I will happy to refer to you as mm -hmm. whatever it is. But um, I think that what labels do, and it you know, it's taken me a long time to understand this because you know, with our society changing and um, you know us becoming more in tune with what people want to be yeah. called and how people want to be identified i've had to do a lot of learning like a studying like a lot of a lot of understanding because this is something that i obviously i didn't grow up with this and uh even even though i'm modern and i'm current like these are things that you need to understand like yeah. we need to understand it but i think that so what i've come to realize is that well i've never put any significance on labels That's also a little bit of a privilege thing because I've never had to. 
And I've never had to identify myself as anything other than, for example, a woman, because I've always seen myself as a woman. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But for the person, and, and you know, this is where I feel like I've had a breakthrough in my own thinking, for the person who's never ever felt that they were a, a, a man or a woman, I, I can only imagine how that label probably always bothered them a little bit. You know what I mean? And so creating specific labels gives them their control over their identity. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and I know it can be annoying for other people who don't experience it. Um, but like, it was, I was like, oh, I understand. And I hope that I'm understanding it right still. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think that sounds um, good. I just don't like it when people are like, oh, well, because I'm this that means i have to act this way that means i don't like this it's like well oh i see what you're saying you know uh -uh, like because like yeah. I, I don't know like i have gay friends that like chick-fil-a <laughs> and like so many other people are like well you're oh, gay so you should hate chick-fil-a yeah. oh i see what you're saying and like okay, okay. like no just like the restaurant that you like and whatever and then i don't know one of my other friends will always he said every time he goes to chick-fil-a he then like pays a donation to like various other like gay rights supporting organizations so it's like oh got it like do what do what you like and not don't do it because people it's, are like it's, it, yeah well you're in I this group you're so you're not supposed to like this anymore yeah no i see what you're saying and you know what um i think that that's something that we all have to deal with because you know um do you do things because and, and to, for me like for, leaving that specific example aside it goes back to the idea of you know if a group tells you you're supposed to act and talk a certain way but that's not who you truly are like a hundred percent do you just suppress who you are and follow the group a hundred percent I mean but here's the thing so I feel like that's part of the reason that got us these horrible um uh, like Trump supporters yeah. and politicians because labels can be used for good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, for example, when you see like MAGA supporters using labels, they're using it for nefarious purposes because they want to divide people. Yeah, they want to yeah. spread their hate to you, to other people, and they want that hate translated onto the group that they hate. You know, so um, labels have so much power and it's how people use them that um, make them effective or destructive. So yeah. I think it's really important that if a person wants to use labels, they own those labels. And you know what? Like, you know, for example, you can't be Kanye West and be so anti-Semitic and then expect to be also the rapper that's loved by everybody and and like this and that without there being some kind of consequences. You know what? Because now you own that label, Kanye West. So you know who the people that are going to gravitate to you? The people that feel the same way as you do. The anti-Semites. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, so, so, so this is what we're talking about Like when it comes to like labels and how you choose to label people. There are consequences to it too. And so that's yeah. why it can be used for hate or for good. Yeah, I I see how it because if you're feeling like I'm not quite I don't know and you need to find you need to find people that are similar to you then yeah labels can help I, my so yeah my my only point in case anyone else is like I don't want to put anyone like the only thing I want to say is don't you don't have to act entirely as this group normally 
does oh, or, yeah, or whatever. I like, like, come on. Like, for example, I'm a, I'm an Arab woman. I'm Middle Eastern, and you know, to people, to uh, there's a lot of ignorant people who assume I should be acting this way. I'm not talking about just Arabs. I'm talking yeah. about non-Arabs, right? Or people are like, because, Americans are loud. Americans like sports. Well, I don't really exactly. like sports. I don't yeah. have because uh, like because I'm American doesn't mean I have to act. Oh, they're American. all brash and they all drink beer. And yeah, like, I don't blah, even blah, like blah, blah, beer. Blah. So yeah. Like I don't even drink, so there we go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, yeah. So um, I think that uh, it's okay to be who you want to be, uh, and and be comfortable uh, without fitting into a specific mold a hundred percent. Yeah. That's so what, yeah, this okay. This topic. That's what this whole movement is about. <laughs> this yeah. episode so really, is like all yeah, over the place. It's a big hodgepodge of things, but that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. So this is just life happening and, exactly. and real life. And okay. So the things that are weighing on our minds right now. Exactly. And, <laughs> um, but thank you. Is there anything, any further thoughts that you want to bring up? Okay. My only thought is that life for me is, I like to see it as beautiful and abundant and I'm really grateful for it. And even though, and I'm not saying that it's always easy. Uh, because I've in the last uh, few weeks I've, you know, experienced a lot of like physical pain and from my condition and whatever. So there's a things, but I like to focus on what what's working. I like to focus on what I want, and I hope that you will find your way if you're struggling, to um, focus on the things that bring you joy and and focus on the things that make you happy. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's. My takeaway has nothing, I mean, it kind of has something to do with what we talked about, but it's more of a general thing because that's what's on my mind is that the more I focus or the more that we can channel our energy into the things that make us feel good, the easier I feel like or, or, or the more smoothly solutions to certain problems that have been weighing us down can come to us because we're yeah. not so bogged down by it. Yeah, so anyway. I agree with that. Definitely. And like, yeah. like last night, like even though I'm somewhat lonely in this new house and stuff, I am glad, like, to be, well, first of all, like, I'm in a bed, a warm bed, like, it's starting to, I know it's not freezing like it is in D.C., but at least it was, like, in the 40s last night, and um, so it's, like, I'm in a bed, and I, Oh, wow, like, wait, I didn't realize it gets that cold in L.A. Oh, it can, especially in the oh, winter, oh. and, um, okay. but, like, that's kind of the, the, the 40s is kind of the limit, though. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> like <laughs> and then it gets really warm in the day like it's gonna heat up to like uh-huh. 80s so um but anyway oh, yeah like guys. you know yeah. I have a roof I have a bed and yeah. like th- these kinds of things like if you're if you're feeling bad about anything like just turn to the things you have and be grateful and stuff like that yeah and maybe one day I won't be lonely in my room but like for now at least I have a bed and, and you have a cat. Yeah, I have my two cats that you sleep with buddies. me and keep me warm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's always a silver lining somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. So that is our life happening, guys. Yeah. That is what's uh, on our minds. That is what we talked about. If you guys have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. Blooming Voices Podcast um, at gmail.com. And you can go to bloomingvoices.com or Twitter or Instagram to reach out to us. We'd love yes. to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us again. We'll see you next time. Bye. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information and let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday. 